You're listening to OneOfUs.net. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. I think it's really adorable that uh, this movie is a part of the Conjuring universe when there's only really two movies of the Conjuring universe. Now, granted, they have you know sequels, but it's just The Conjuring, Annabelle, and The Nun. That's it. And, but it's a part of a universe, a huge, expanding universe that's been over decades and decades long. And that's all I got. I think it's adorable. I think it's great. They just call it a universe when it starts making a lot of money. I think. Like, <laughs> how, how, how many more spinoffs can we can we have? I what else can they do? They have all the trinkets. I thought they were going to do more trinkets from the the Warrens like back office. They kind of blew those all out of the water, and Annabelle comes home. But I thought we lived in the Conjuring universe because aren't all of these based on a true story? Oh my god! All right, that's our review for the Nun Two. Good night. All right. Uh, bye. <laughs> well, they 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 were going to do an anthology series for a little while. It was all based on you know, See, the, the Warrens, which is interesting and sounds like really eighties, which which I was into. It sounds really eighties, and it always reminds me back to John Carpenter's original idea for Halloween is that it was going to be an anthology series where it wasn't just going to be Michael Myers. It was going to be like a new like Halloween 3. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's interesting. But then he fucked it up and made a good movie and then people were like, do it again. And I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah, this is like not season of the witch, it's season of the nun, I guess. That's (laughs) barely any nun. Well, well, one of the the great things about this franchise is that they've managed to anchor it not on one particular villain, but on this, yeah. this like you know, this couple who IRL are fucking panhandlers and yeah, scam they're pieces artists. of shit. But this very nice couple that you really want to see like make it Look, through. Vera Famiga and uh, Patrick Wilson can do no wrong. Yeah, yeah, they're the... except for playing con artists. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I like I like that like Taisa Farmiga is the one that's kind of anchoring this movie and and, and the first yeah. nun too i think it's a really great connection to have her you know because um, she's is she related to yes uh, she's the, the sister yes of... she's the sister and i used to always think no it was a daughter shit. but it's a, it's her sister yeah. oh okay well i know that yeah it's her sister in real life but mm-hmm. like she, is she her sister in the movies i don't know no, no. So. no oh okay okay i was waiting for a moment because there totally. are like multiple different moments yeah. where i'm like okay are they just gonna be like oh hey you know uh What's her name? Elizabeth Warren. Is it Elizabeth Warren? No, that's is it Elizabeth Warren? No, that's no, not. That's, that's not the, the name. What's the <laughs> Lorraine? Lorraine Warren. Lorraine Warren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be like, oh yeah, that that was a really traumatic incident. I guess you're gonna have to change your name to Lorraine. <laughs> <laughs> no more Elizabeth Warren. Now you're Lorraine. <laughs> she uh, sit in the same office next to Joseph Gordon-Levitt <laughs> as Robin. <laughs> Uh, so we're talking about The Nun 2 today, and with me to talk about this uh, great movie, such a great movie. Uh, my name's Wright, by the way, uh, but I have uh, Nathan. Hello. 
And I have Drew. Hi, how's it going? Eh, it's fine. Uh, but we do not have uh, Chris Cross Cox because he had to work, dork. Anyway, <laughs> I just want to test that to see if he's actually listening to these, which he doesn't. <laughs> um, so the Nun 2. Now, I might need some help with this because I have not seen any of these movies except for The Conjuring, Conjuring 2. So uh, it's 1956, France. A priest is murdered. An evil is spreading. The sequel to the world. That's just fucking what? Oh, well, okay. It's a sequel to The Nun. Yeah. And in the last movie is at least as far as I can gather because it does do some flashbacks. Uh, the uh, the nun from the first movie, uh, Farmiga's sister, uh, <laughs> she defeats Valak, the nun from Conjuring 2, and then it sort of possessed a, you know, a, a worker guy that was like her... He saved her or something like that in the end of the last movie? Was so, that even shown? I mean, it's shown in the last movie. The last movie is arguably not one of the strongest of the conjuring universe but there's uh, there's a new scene in this one that's kind of a flashback that wasn't shown in the first nun that yeah. shows oh, really? that shows like the you know what kind of thing? happened oh, yes, okay, okay. Know, basically ends up being kind of like a fallen situation if you've ever seen the denzel washington classic fallen i'd where... like to say it's more of a jason goes to hell where there that's is fair. a worm going into everyone except but, for showing jason i couldn't help it either but i, I just i think of uh jack shoulders the hidden you know, oh. the, the hidden is, it's like that's one of the first ones to do it. Well, we're just give, talking give about masterpieces. Can we talk right about here here the <laughs> yeah. So, uh, th this story though uh, takes place, I guess, I don't know, 1956. Uh, it starts in France, and of course, the nun shows up and kills a priest and blah blah blah. And then we go to somewhere else. Uh, I don't, it's nondescript, I don't know exactly where we are. Uh, maybe it showed in a title, I don't know, but um, it's taking place at a uh, in, like an all girls school. And it's so I'm assuming it's like six months later or something like that. And um, now I was deeply confused. I t actually tapped you because at one point. Uh, oh, God, I just need to know what her name is. Uh, Irene uh, Taisa Farmiga. Yeah. Taisa oh, whatever. Taisa Farmiga. Taisa Farmiga. Uh, Irene, again, from the, the first movie, she is at a, uh, a I guess, a, a coven of nuns. And I seriously thought that they were at the school as well. It was not really well told because they were happening all at the same time. There are scenes when she's talking to the rest of the nuns and she starts to befriend Stormy Reed's character, Deborah, who's there because her, her mother passed away in a terrible accident and then her family didn't know what to do with her and she sent to this place in, I don't know where the hell they are, I guess for outside of France somewhere. Um, I think it's the same village that Denzel Washington is hiding out in the Equalizer 3. Look, why wasn't he in this? He would have killed Phallic. <laughs> the Equalizer fucking... versus the Nun. Just do it. Oh, my God. Uh, God. And so, uh, but they, basically, uh, Irene's character gets called upon by one of the bishops and says, hey, the bitch is back. And I was like, oh, no, I got to go fight Valak again. It's like, yeah, yeah. And uh, and so she's like doing some detective work. I've seen it better. The Pope's exorcist. Yeah. And uh, it definitely turns into a procedural a little, little bit a where, little they, bit. where they kind of go off. The, the two nuns go off Storm Reed and uh, tell you something get to kind of solve, uh, you know, the, um, why why uh, the nun is kind of trying trying to to uh, haunt this one 
um, or d- well, school, why is it you know? moving? Yeah, because yeah. that's what what's they figure out. Final location. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's basically it's going to church to church, killing all these priests or nuns, and like, what's what's the connection? And they find a connection. I'm like, all right, whatever. And, uh, and then at the same time, at the all girl school, it's telegraphed very early <clears throat> that someone is possessed uh, by uh, Valak, and uh, and then that's happening at the same time, and it's spooky. And terrorizing some of the girls. And evidently, uh, Anna uh, Popwell, uh, Kate, who's like the, the head teacher there, which at first there was at least like, I don't know, 40, 50 girls. And by the end of the movie, there's like eight. And uh, <laughs> It's an eight-girl orphanage. <laughs> it's an eight-girl orphanage. Uh, but uh, she played uh, one of the sisters in uh, Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, she, yeah you, you tapped me in and said that. Yeah, she was, she's like the, the mom now. Yeah, and yeah. a little bit older. This is good well. for her. Um yeah, so my final thoughts uh, in this, <laughs> I'd love to know what you guys thought about this. I, uh, I'll i say it right now, I thought this movie was uh, not good. So uh, what did you guys think? <laughs> what did you think about the jump scares? I thought they were like, the little, like way too... Subdued and telegraphed and yeah. just like, I did, it was not scary at all. It was way too much, yeah. And, and I really wanted to see more of um, Bonnie Aarons. Yeah, like I actually like, wanted to see her as, as the nun more a little bit. So that was... That was um... You wanted more, but you got none. I got none. Yeah. And our final thoughts tonight. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just love her as just as, as an actress in general. I think she's been she's been great in this role too, and she's just like a great physical actress. And I would have liked to seen her kind of shine in this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but she just is kind of relegated to almost like CGI enhanced uh, scares uh, that that aren't that effective. But then I I really think that the the ending of the movie I think saved it a little bit. I think it, it the um, the third act I think was actually really well staged and I actually got into it. And uh, so I think th- it kind of goes for broke a little bit towards the end. Yeah. The way that broke, I admired, yeah. Uh, especially compared to the first one, the first one, which I just recently watched for the first time has uh, way less none. Yeah. Like that's it, crazy. Cause I thought of, this had so little none. You could, mm-hmm. and you're telling me the first movie had, Barely none. I could glance at a Lone Star look up and I could have missed the nun in the first nun movie. <laughs> and she's the fucking poster. She's um Yeah, she's up front uh, for all of this. I thought that the jump scares were, were pretty played out. I mean, it, it's hard because this franchise has some of the best jump scares yeah. you'll ever see in any movie. And then, yeah. you know, a lot of uh, other different... Uh, franchise entries and there will have their own effective scares uh this for me sort of ranks more towards the middle of this franchise than the bottom of the barrel i i think the first annabelle is a lot worse than this i think la llorona is uh a lot worse than this, and I thought that the oh, that's first a part of this was. too, right? Yeah, yeah. Through a weird connection, like the priest from Annabelle, who I'm like, didn't you die? Uh, mm-hmm. Shows up for a second. I'm back. Yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> you know, we shit talk the the shared universe. I think this is a pretty sturdy franchise as far as shared. Well, I mean, it makes money, go. but how's it sturdy when most of it's terrible? It's still I pretty. Would, I think it's at least. I think there's about as much good. as The that. filmmaking is like pretty. Like I think is. Well, high quality. I mean, with this one, I feel bad for that again, dogpiling and dog shitting all over this. But like, I just thought it was so plain and and like how it was shot, and quite frankly, the direction and the screenwriting. Like, I there were times uh, I when they said it was only six months later, and it's an, it's nineteen fifty six. Okay, and it's in France. 
Granted, I, I get it. There's, you know, Americans and other cultures around. That's totally fine. And, you know, people are just speaking English. But for God's sakes, it's like everyone is speaking as if they're in 2023. Uh, it was driving me bananas. <laughs> and I, I just, I wasn't engaged with it. Because then I was like, well, then why fucking base this in 1956? Who gives a shit? Yeah, the best of the franchise, uh, of this entire franchise, managed to use their period setting in a way that... You know, it may occasionally be on the nose, but at least you feel like, oh, hey, here's a purpose for it. Here's some filmmaking aspects that would be at home in yes. like a 1970s film or a 1980s film. Mm -hmm. This really doesn't have that. I did like some of the atmosphere in it. There were some solid thrills, but... It's... What, what parts do you think? It, uh, I'm, I'm now I'm honestly trying to think of like when. <laughs> oh, just the the atmosphere of like going through the old uh, like, you know, kind of Indiana Jones ish. But like it was very Indiana Jones is sort of areas. I'm, I'm a sucker for a temple. There is a little bit of a Raiders of the Lost Ark. I, I, moment yeah, in yeah this, quite literally sure. well, yeah not even with not just like that part alone which is very last crusade i mm. uh, i'm i wish someone just said or i wish denzel washington popped out as like i love oh venice <laughs> something <laughs> uh but the when uh uh, uh irene and deborah are uh doing the detective work it it felt a little still indiana jonesy with just like we've got to figure out what's going on here mm -hmm. and uh and her having visions you've seen the tra if you've seen the trailer there's that uh, one that's all the magazines i'm just like okay the there again there are things that happen in horror movies when like supernatural shit is happening where like so the ghost or the demon or whatever is going so out of its way just to like <laughs> tease people at this point like honestly i think it's just rude uh yeah. there's like a lot of planning involved that's happening with a nun but yeah that, it's just like for sure it's it's really the improvis improvisation that the i guess the demon has like i got it i'll i'll use all these magazines and it's going to be that thing that like uh that mosaic shit yeah and it's going to look like me. but that was really effective i mean yeah, that, I that, that way, yeah it was like it, i thought it was really creative the way they the way they did it but at, at the same time uh, i went when that scene was going on i was like oh this was kind of made for the trailer in a way and i remembered like during CinemaCon, yeah we had we had the you know the footage was coming out and we described all the footage and that was like one of the big big moments of it and I liked how it played out, but it didn't really go anywhere. It was just another. It was just another kind of jump scare. Here's the here's the image of the nun again, mm -hmm. whether it's in magazines or on a picture or on the wall or whatever it is. It's just kind of that that image again. And nuns are scary for sure, but it, uh, it, it didn't really didn't really go anywhere. It was just kind of a, a cool little vignette and little like yeah. fun 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 moment. It was Felt always like, a like it's like when you're playing baseball or like you're you know swinging or like throw up a baseball and you ha try to hit it and then you know someone plays uh you know tries to catch it. It feels like they're lobbing it and they just struck out like yeah. themselves. Like oh, come on, like you got this. Like again. I keep going back to like Conjuring 2 when the character was introduced. It's like the the painting scene and uh It's an unreal. It's and, a, and even the end I thought was like bombastic and crazy or like that's the fucking ending it I kind of want. It might be a Mount yeah. Rushmore like scare, that painting scare. It's mm -hmm. great. And it's one of those the nun characters never going to get as good as that unless you have some characters that you care about who are in peril in this totally and the biggest issue with uh both nun movies is 
ultimately like yeah sure i don't want these characters to die in front of me but i also could uh could do without seeing them at all like well, that, yeah. i mean that, that that scene is so good when the nun is first introduced that i mean it spawned two sequels that's how yeah. great it is yeah. right yeah and i believe it was a character that was added for reshoots too oh really yeah interesting the uh but to your point also like man the the characters are so flat and i am trying my damnedest to sort of give a shit about any of them and like none of them are developed and like and uh that i guess that's too spoilery to talk about like you know who dies in the movie but like uh i i i could have gone with more of like deaths like of characters like oh shit they got killed fuck that's yeah. not unfortunate uh but like like, there's no it didn't feel like there are any stakes it's like well it's a it's a horror movie where they're fighting a demon unless like this is about like the demon taking over the world or whatever it's trying to do uh like yeah of course it's going to be vanquished of some kind it's like okay i mean there's one kid that you want to make it out per se yeah the daughter of the teacher but it's that kid seems to be impervious to anything the nun throws at her so it's not it doesn't really actually grip you that well i mean i think back to annabelle creation which is one of the better of these movies where it's set at a children's orphanage similar to this and oh hey here's a kid who's in a wheelchair do I need any more texture to that character? No, it's a kid in a wheelchair being terrorized by a doll. Yeah. And I'm gripped because I don't want something bad to happen to this person. And it's just not it's that like I, monkey shines. Yeah. Yeah. It just, <laughs> it, it just really, the movie is begging for you to give a shit and not really giving you much of there's, it's trying to sell me something and it's presenting no value. Yeah. And, uh, and I feel bad saying that it sounds like really shitty to say, but it's true. It's like with the, the characters and like with the story itself and the uneven like directing and just like how it was edited, it was sometimes confusing just to understand when and where we are. And it just, it ultimately felt so flat to me. Um, but sorry, I feel like I'm just like, I hate this movie. <laughs> no, I think the basic setup was a little confusing at, at first, like like where where everybody is, and um, but yeah, but I, I but again, I, I really do think that the the third act is a lot of fun. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't really go for the jump scares, but I mean I don't know the the girl next to me was freaking out, so I'm I'm like so well. jaded at this point that where I'm just you know it's, it's, it's gonna it's, take it's gonna take me a lot to to, to really. Uh, Get me in, and I I miss those days. I miss when yeah. I could, you know, when I actually could feel something. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, um, I but I, but I think the the ending is really really worth uh, you know going to check it out. I really do. It, it was it was well done. The uh, I thought the scariest thing was uh, uh, for this screening. They actually had people dressed up as the nun, and they yeah. were just like walking yeah. around the theater as we we're sitting down and ordering drinks and food. And like those people were back actually pretty scary yeah it really started to feel like halloween a little bit it which did. really made me happy yeah. yeah yeah this made this uh, this screening made me think of halloween this movie <laughs> made me like i'm not looking forward to halloween <laughs> we got a t-shirt we got a t-shirt uh how about you go into your final thoughts nathan um you know ultimately for as much shit as i'm giving this movie it is not the bottom of the barrel of this franchise it's more towards the middle i think that if you're just somebody who is a sucker for Solid jump scares, I guess, you know, a little bit of atmosphere. 
And, you know, this franchise, I think you can... This is like a perfect five o'clock like matinee movie that you see with a bunch of friends and you're just like, huh, you know, I don't get why the critics are really lambasting that. I didn't think it was that bad. And that's really all you can say about it is it's not that bad. It's not as bad as the first nun movie, uh, but it's not nearly as good as the best of this franchise. Mm -hmm. It's going to get a five... uh, red eyeballs on a goat out of uh, <laughs> 10. I, I was going to say laser pointers because I was like, it, that's that scene you're talking about. It's like that they're using a goddamn laser pointer in this fucking movie. And that also the laser itself was so steady. It's like Stormy is like, like a fucking statue. I was that. just waiting for Sala to say they're digging in the wrong spot. <laughs> <laughs> True. What are your final thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I think part of part of me wants to go back and see all these movies again and and dig into the whole Conjuring universe. And part of me just doesn't want to watch any of them again after 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 seeing the Nun two. Like, I love that it's that it's another example again. This entire franchise and what the Nun two is going to be uh, is just another example of how horror continues to kind of kill it at the box office. And I think the nun two is going to do really, really well, Oh yeah, definitely. especially when you tie in, I'm surprised that it, it kind of took this long really for, and I think they kind of hap- it happened by accident. As you explained that it, the nun and uh, originally was maybe like just reshoots, but that it took this franchise so long to get into religious horror and get into that mm-hmm. idea more and go and go that route. Cause it's kind of box office gold all the time. It just yeah. seems like anything, anything that's for the most part, like anything that's religious horror possession, anything does, does really well. Yeah, that's true. And this is going to do great. A lot of people are going to go see it. There'll probably be a third nun. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to give this six out of 10, um, get thee to a nunnery to, to quote Hamlet. <laughs> so, I don't know why. You brought Shakespeare in this shit. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Uh, this made me want to rewatch uh, The Devil's Backbone like tonight. Uh, For sure, I I kept on thinking about that movie, a couple other movies, um, Conjuring Two, basically just better movies, uh, <laughs> and uh, I I I wish it leaned because I'm I'm pretty sure this is PG thirteen or something like that because it, it definitely doesn't feel like an R. It is. It feels really PG thirteen. Very PG thirteen. Yeah. And I I I wish that these. The, at least this movie, if the other movies are PG-13 or whatever it is. The first one was rated, the first Conjuring movie was rated R because oh, was it was it? simply too scary. Same with the second one. So, uh, hmm. um, But I wish this went harder. I wish we saw a lot more none. And um, and just, man, the it, it really takes me out of the movie when you're doing a period piece and again, it doesn't sound like that anyone is in that period. Do you want me to talk in like a British accent or something? Was that, no, was it's that, just like even just the the Kate, or at least just, a French accent. Like Storm Reid, like I love her as an actress, but it's just like I, I felt like she was just talking to Ellie in Last of Us again. I was just like, what the yeah. fuck? Or missing is? or something? Yeah. yeah, it just it was kind of it would it, it totally took me out of it. I Maybe, get I get what you're missing. You're missing the the sideburns. The sideburns? That's, that's all you need in a Conjuring movie that's good is a bunch <laughs> of sideburns on actors. It must be the 70s. It yeah. must be the 70s. Yeah. I, but yeah, I I was just, uh, I was I was very disappointed with this. Um, I, I did not have a good time. I was being, I was very bored. And uh, and I actually did a spit take uh, at the end of the movie with a, when to cut to black. Uh, because 
I was like, that's how you end this movie? It, oh, it drove me crazy. She was like, maybe? Oh, my it's a little God. Bit of that. But stay for the mid-credits scene, for sure. sure. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. Whatever. Yeah, do that if you want to. So I'm going to give this... Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a three out of ten none your businesses. That's nice. all I can think of. That's all I can do. All right. All right. See everyone at church. <laughs> <laughs>